on the tee from Australia, Adam Scott. There it is, Adam Scott. Expect anything different? Brilliant. What an up and down that was. In your life have you seen anything like that? Welcome to the clubhouse. Ah, uh, yeah. G'day, everyone. Welcome to the clubhouse. We talk all things golf right around Australia. Great to have your company this golfing weekend. Mark Allen is here. My name's Julian Bayard. Hey, Marco. Look at the big smile on the <laughs> dial. What happened? What happened during the week? I had a hit during the week with some um, pretty impressive golf balls that you gave me. The TP5. TP5. You're the only amateur in the whole country playing mm. with the brand new TP5 that's yep. not on any shelf anywhere yet. Yes. You know that, don't you? And I have told a lot of people that. <laughs> <laughs> you and can't get them. You can't get them. No way you can get these. Um, Pretty what, good. What do you think? Long and straight. Long and straight. Yeah. And um, controllable, which was good. Hit a, which actually um, just after work right when on. I walked around Albert Park, which yep. was nice. So here's my question to you on the back of that. Yeah. It's good for you, selfishly. Oh, it's great. Is it good, good for, for the game? Not good for the pros. It's good for people probably from a handicap of five and out, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. And then. Once you're on, I mean, yeah. it, it, like, it doesn't spin. That's the amazing thing. And when we say it doesn't spin, folks, one, that no spin makes the ball go a long way, mm. but no spin also makes the ball go really straight. Yeah. You know, the big cuts and the big draws that yeah. you hit, that is all to do with spin. Mm. So these rocket scientists who are now employed at Callaway, at Titleist, at TaylorMade, at Bridgestone, they're pretty smart. Mm. You've got to be a smart character to be a rocket scientist yep. or a brain surgeon mm. or indeed a rocket surgeon. That's right. <laughs> you, I mean, you, you have to be a genius. And yeah. now these people are now looking at golf balls going, ah, we should just do that. They're so smart. Yep. So not only does it not spin as much, it launches higher. Oh. And that's hey. what they're all doing. Did you did you notice the higher launch angle as well? Extraordinary, mate. <laughs> and we... We just were stuffing around, me and a mate. Yeah. And um, we were trying to hit stingers and all yep. sorts of stuff with them just to see what would happen. And some stingers would go low and then just go Rise. up. And they just went so far mm. compared to a normal golf ball. And I, I play with a Pro V1 normally. Yeah. But this golf ball, I'm, I'm interested now to go and see the new Pro V1s, which well, have come out as well. Uh, like everyone can, everyone has the ability these days to go on X-Golf. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're everywhere. And yep. they're all, you know, the technology that they have... Um, with the track man behind them and cameras at the top and then the cameras and the track man talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So the numbers that come from that, they're very accurate. Yeah. Very accurate. And, you know, when you go down to a tournament on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday, go down the driving range, every second or third pro has got track man behind them looking at the numbers, what's happening. They can yep. see their angle at attack. Yeah. They can see whether they're inside or outside. Swing and they speed. make the necessary adjustments based mm. on track man. So they become very reliable. If you have the ability to check out one ball versus the other, you've got to do it. Mm. I mean, we all get fitted for drivers. More people are getting fitted for putters now. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets fitted for a set of irons, whether you're two degrees upright or flat or yep. whatever. Um, I even see now where people are going into bunkers and getting fitted for bunker for the, for their sand knot. Yeah. So what loft and not only loft, what sort of bounce you need for your angle of attack and all that kind of stuff. But not many people get fitted for a golf ball. No. They're all different. A lot of people just pick up a golf ball and go, oh, this will do. This will do. Yeah. That is right. So, so you've got to 
tailor it to your swing and your style and the way you play. Yeah, so the packaging's pretty important. So, for instance, a Pro V1 without the X, Pro V1 and the new TP5 without the X, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's the, the Chrome Soft and there's the Bridgestone Ball. There's usually two balls, one for someone who hits it a million miles. That, generally speaking, has the X next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the other one for people who, you know, play pretty well, but they want to be able to spin the ball. You know, if you if you play on really hard greens, you want to be able to spin the ball. Some people who don't hit the ball very far but play on soft greens, I would recommend them to use the X ball mm. because you don't need the spin. You no. don't need the work. Um, and you need probably the, the less spin. Remember, less spin, not only distance, but less hook yeah. and less cut. Yep. So it, depending on where you are, you've got to talk to people. You've got to get access to this, yep. to eke out every little inch. What's that great, what's the movie where they take up all the little inches, you know? Um, oh, any Given Sunday. Oh, any yeah, Given yeah, Sunday, yeah. there is one of the great speeches. We're going to get this inch, we're going to get that <laughs> inch, and we're going to put them all together. That's it. And it's the same with your golf mm. game. You know, if if you can get one inch, I should be metric. If you can get one centimeter from the driver fit, you're going well. Mm-hmm. You get a, a centimeter from the right fairway wood hybrid combination. There's another centimeter. You get your irons absolutely perfect. There's another centimeter. You get the grip perfect mm-hmm. that make you grip the club perfectly. Every time, that's another one. You get every grip exactly the same on every club. That's another one. You get the flex right. That's another centimeter. You get the putter. Absolutely perfect. Loft, lie, swing weight, shaft length. There's another centimeter. I tell you what, if you get the ball right, there's another one. All of a sudden, you've gone from nowhere to whatever. We've got 10 centimeters improvement. That's right. And that was the basis of that. Wonderful speech in any given Sunday. And you can do it with your golf game as well. I'll give people some advice out there when they go and buy these new balls. Yeah. Have a practice round first because I reckon I was nearly half a club to a club longer with this golf ball. Right. Than what I normally am. Okay. Simply because... I'm not sure whether it was just because we were stuffing around there was no pressure and, you know, you swing easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I found that I was probably maybe 10 metres longer with yep. each club on right this ball. So that, that's the good news for you and I and everybody who plays the game at a social level. Yep. There's a golf ball that can help you. Yep. You know what I think they should do what's right for the game? You know the TP5X, mm-hmm. the Pro V1X? None of them. Banned. Banned them. Yeah. So the ball has to spin at a special rate, at a decent rate. Yep. So you've got guys like Sergio... Um, Tiger Woods, they all use the TP5 ball anyway because they want the feel around. But the other ones, like you know, someone like Jordan Spieth, he uses a, a Pro V1X. So if if they have the capability of making a ball spin more or less and they know how to do it, that, that, that's it. Mm. So you can still have the technology. You can still have the a golf ball that um, doesn't cut, doesn't, you know, the abrasions aren't there. But the spin rate has to be at least this much mm. when hit with a driver of 10 degrees loft at 120 miles per hour. Yep. What, what, whatever whatever it is, that should just come in. Yep. So you can make a ball any way you want. We'll make it easier. You can make a ball any way you like. But when it's 100 miles per hour, it needs to spin at X, mm-hmm. 100 revolutions a second. What, whatever, whatever it is. So you can't have the X or indeed the double X, which, you know, some people think there are really hot balls out there. So they might have the Pro V1X. You know, Bridgestone, I won't say Bridgestone, 
there might be a pro out there who goes, you know what? I need the double X. I'm still spinning this thing too much with the wedges. Well, I, I don't think that's right. Mm. So let's fix that. If you if you don't want the and ball to spin with the wedges, then maybe just let's do something to your grooves on your sand knives. That's right. <laughs> but let's not get it to where when you hit a driver, it is literally a missile going through the air and you can't yeah. cut it or hook it. Well, I've got to say this too. You can still make that, that ball talk. You can mm. still hit a fade. You can still hit a draw yeah. if you put enough work on it. Yeah. It's, and it, but all not I'm, as much. All we're saying is that when you try and hit a straight shot, that if you if you slightly miss hit it, yeah. it doesn't go yeah. 40 metres to the right yeah. like they do. So, so. I've, I've, I've heard that they want the pro ball to be everyone using the same ball. That's not good. Uh, Come on. So where this opens a can of worms, Marco, with this ball and what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. The technology in golf, and we haven't had this discussion for a while, and I'm interested now to get your thoughts because right. you've now said that banning these golf balls. Well, I don't want to ban version. it just yet. Yeah, give us a chance. <laughs> I've got to like it while I've got Wait till you get your injury. Yeah, you're yeah. off your injury yeah, in yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah. Um, how, I reckon in the next two to three years, the technology in golf is going to be at a point where... yeah. It gets to the ridiculous. They've got to do something. How long until the USGA or the European Tour guys come out and say, sorry guys, but that driver's not allowed? Can I give you the background to that question? Mm -hmm. Let me give you some background. Jack Nicholas, Gary Player, Arnold Palmer have been squealing yep. to the USGA and the RNA for 30 years. So even the old ball, yeah. like even the ballada ball, they're going, it's too hot, going too far. <laughs> as soon as the metal woods came out, yeah. they're like, what are we doing? You know, they were screaming once they saw how far the kids were hitting it. Um, I think the metal wood technology is okay. I'm, ha I'm happy with what we're seeing with the titanium because it brings people to the game. Yes. But what we want to do is we want to make the pros, you know, not have such an advantage, mm. not have uh, the X ball that doesn't spin for them. Mm -hmm. We want them, because they're very capable of hitting very good shots with a TP5 yeah. or a Pro V1. They're very capable of hitting good shots with it, but it's just a little bit harder. And their misses, you know, particularly into the wind, will be magnified with a ball that spins a little bit more um, with the driver. Now, hitting a spinning ball, and maybe, you know, maybe they'll end up having the Pro V1 or the TP5 Maybe the X ends up being one that spins even more <laughs> for your average player who, who can stop the ball. You know, maybe maybe the guy who only hits the ball 200 metres, which is a good hit, by the way. Yep. If you hit the ball 200 metres and you can't stop your iodine on, on a hard deck, maybe you need the ball that spins more than the spinning ball. Yep. Maybe it can go backwards. Mm. But again, let's just toughen it up a little bit I for think... the pros. Because the, the, the technology, yeah. the ball technology... Combined with the club technology, it's too much. I think there's an appetite out there from the public now when they're watching golf to see blokes. They want to see blokes struggling. I think watching a bloke finish a four-round tournament at 20 under, 25 mm. under, I don't mm. think is that exciting. Mm. I think watching a bloke finish a tournament at four, five under par and there'd be three or four blokes who have only got under par. And mm. watching a, watching these blokes struggle around a golf course is far more entertaining than yeah. watching them bomb it down the middle Yep. And then basically have target practice on the green, yep. and it's a putting comp. Can I, can I, did you watch the tournament last week with Pebble Beach? Yeah. The greens were a disgrace. Mm. The weather was a disgrace, yeah. like as bad as it gets. Yep. And what did Jordan Smith 19 shoot? under par. I mean, I know he's a very good player. Yeah. One by four. The guy came second at 15 under par. 
You're playing courses like Spyglass Hill. If anyone's ever played Spyglass Hill from the backs, it's a bear. Pebble Beach from the backs is a bear. Monterey Peninsula, I've never played it, but geez, does that look any good? I want to go play Monterey mm-hmm. Peninsula Country Club at some stage. Uh, I'm tipping it's been redesigned. It'd be a pretty tough golf course to play. It might be the easier of those three. But the shoot 19 under par mm-hmm. in that in the, in those weather conditions and with the greens bumpy as you like. Yep. I mean, come on, that's that's impressive, really impressive. Yeah. Uh, so but is yeah. it what we want? Is it we want, well, that's we want right. to see blokes getting twenty under par? Well, here's the thing: that, you know, once upon a time, once upon a time, if you're hitting a shot into the wind, you used to tee it low. Yeah. Now we are told to tee it really high because if you hit the ball at the top of the driver, it creates not overspin, everything backspins, but it creates less spin. Yeah. It actually launches higher with less spin, and it's that ballooning. There's a term called ballooning where you know it's like a plane taking off, starts low and then rises. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that creates a puffy ball flight and kills you mm-hmm. if you're hitting a shot like that into the wind. You can hit, you can tee the ball as high as you like now, hit it off the top of the driver, which pros are very good at doing, mm. and it launches high into a wind and domes. Yep. That's the missile and goes just as far. And that's what we're seeing, and that's unfair. I, I think that's it's unfair. That's unfair to great champions like Hogan, Nelson, Sneed, Nicholas, Player, who all used to, you know, if a shot was into the wind, right, uh, when in when hitting into the breeze, swing with ease. Yeah, I mean, tee it down and hit it low. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, the game's changed too much for mm-hmm. me. Um, and if they have the ability to can, if they have the ability. To tell you, this ball spins this much and this ball spins this much on the packaging, then the USGA and the RNA have the ability to say, here's the cutoff point. You can't have the X ball. And you might find that the pros lose 10 metres with their drivers overnight. Yep. That's my view. Two, three years, mate. That's my view. Two, three years. So you reckon? Yep. It's going to happen? I think they have to. I think they have to. It's getting it's getting too easy. Yeah, yeah. I was told. I tell you what, though, if yeah. they change it for us amateurs, <laughs> no, it'll be an absolute outrage. Well, I reckon we'll always have the TP five and the Pro V one. I think that's as far as it'll go. Yeah. But like I said, the pros the pros go from a Pro V one to a Pro V one X. The guys who can really hit the ball, they pick up ten. Yep. It's a ten meter difference at least. Yeah. So, you know. I don't know whether you want to do that. Golf should be harder for pros and easier for amateurs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe. We'll see what happens. All right, we're going to get to a break. want to talk about Jordan Spieth and Jason Day's Mm -hmm. tournament at Pebble Beach. Cam Percy, top 10 as well. Yeah, let's do that. Vic Open was last week as well. Vic Open was. Dimitri Papadopoulos and Reid won for the girls. So that was a huge success as well. We'll talk about that next. This is the Clubhouse. We'll be back right after this. In your have you seen anything like that? You're listening to The Clubhouse. Welcome back. It is The Clubhouse. Julian Bayard is my name. Mark Allen is here. Hope you uh, hit the ball well this week out on the golf course. Get yourself some new golf balls. They don't spin as much. They go a lot further than normal <laughs> as well. Hey, Marco, it's time for our Honda Power Player of the Week. The Power Player of the Week for Honda Power Equipment. Honda's four-stroke lawn and garden range from $329. It is Honda's four-stroke Lord and Garden range, $329, only at your specialist Honda dealer. Get down there and have a look. Honda's four-stroke Lord and Garden range on sale, $329. And this week, it is none other than Jordan Spieth. World number six. Dropped a bit, didn't he? Coming down a bit? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know Shigeki won the week before, went from six to 
six or six to five. He, he's, he didn't move too much. It must be jam-packed. Yeah. Absolutely jam-packed. Jaden must just be holding on. Yeah, he couldn't be hanging on by Can't too be. much. He'd have to win soon, wouldn't he? 41 on one of the nines uh, during the week. Well, he had three great rounds yeah. and one shocker. One bad nine. And pretty much if he had a shot as he played the other three rounds, he would have been right up there with Jordan Spieth. Yeah, second or third probably. Mm. So, look, it's nice to see Jason uh, showing a bit of form yep. and showing a bit of form in a tournament where the greens are terrible. That's mm-hmm. his strength. You know, so Sometimes, you know, the best putters in the world, they don't always putt the best on the bad greens. Yep. Even though Jordan, we know him as a... Is a ruthless putter. I mean, I, I, not only does he have just an amazing stroke and feel and understanding of how to putt, but when it's time to show us who you are, he hadn't missed too many, has he? And he's held a few that we don't expect under pressure. Oh. He's so tough mentally. He's mm. so ruthless as a golfer. Um, and in every sport, we know that ruthless side of an athlete is normally one in the right hands. You know, someone with skills, being ruthless uh, when the pressure's on, being able to be tough, not let things get in the way. Uh, you know, they're, they're normally the guys that shine through. Yep. They, they just are. I wonder if, sometimes I wonder whether Jason's got that toughness. Yeah. I've seen it before. Well, absolutely we have. But not the consistent toughness of Spieth uh, and also Tiger back, yep. back in his day. Nicholas, yep. ruthless. I reckon, so he's, ruthless. I reckon he's building Jason Day mm. to the Masters se- uh, to the uh, to the major season coming yeah. up. I reckon yeah. he's just building I himself so. up nicely. I hope so. Yeah, you know, sometimes you know, just seeing putts go in—that's not a way of seeing the ruthless. It's mm. it's actually how you react to putts that miss. You know, sometimes you've got the ten footer to to make up ground or to go further ahead, and you hit. A, you can see in the way that they not only stroke the pill, but their reaction to it missing is is very important. Mm. You know, the hand, on, the, the leaning on the putter and the hand on the forehead the look. Oh. oh, or the I'm going to blame the yeah. spike mark yeah. or whatever. It's too much. Yeah. You can see it's too much. The, the guys who are putting ruthlessly know that if this one misses, the next one's going in. Mm-hmm. They just, they they just, just know, know it. it. They just know. They don't feel like, oh, I had that one miss. I can't believe it. You know, the good putter, the ruthless types... Okay, it doesn't matter. I'll get yeah, the next one. Just knock the next one. Next one, one I'll go in. One bit about Jordan Spieth, though, Marco. Article on golfchannel.com. Mm. Bit disappointing. Why? Jordan Spieth admits responding to text messages, particularly after a victory or successful week, is something he needs to improve on. But this seems extreme, the article says. Right, no. Quote. I still haven't been able to go through them all and get back to everybody, said Spieth, who won last week's Pebble Beach Pro-Am by four shots. Right. One of them I haven't gotten back to yet was Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bloke's just won his fifth Super Bowl. You're going to be able to get a text back? <laughs> I reckon that's a that is a answer of status. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is. I'm playing that well. Yeah, both Under Armour athletes, and I am now me. this big. And Tom, I know you're big, but let's face it, I'm the face of Under Armour. That's just a statement of yeah. I'm bigger than you, dude. That's right. <laughs> Who is bigger? Who do you reckon Under oh, Armour? Yeah, I, I know. But it, as far as Under Armour and selling clothes. Steph Curry, without a doubt, the number one athlete. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah. I reckon Spieth and Brady. Yeah. Brady would, probably two, Spieth three. Would you be more likely to wear Under Armour runners because of um, Steph? Yeah. Or 
Under Armour golf, golf shoes well, the, the, because of Spieth. Well, he designed his own golf shoe with Under Armour, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, recently. good, 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 good. I saw it's got a bit of a mesh. He must get hot there in Texas during the summer. <laughs> it's got a bit of a mesh yeah. going through. Yeah, but they're, they're under because I'm, you know, Under Armour doesn't really do it for me. No, as far as a sneaker. So I, even if Steph's wearing them, I'm not wearing them. Yeah. And Tom, if you're wearing Under Armour boots, doesn't bother me. Yeah, but I look at. Spieth and he's got the Under Armour golf shoes on. Yeah. I'd probably be more inclined. Yeah, but that's me. I'm a golfer. a golfer. I'm a golfer. Yeah, you, you tell me. Yeah, well, I wonder those Air Jordan golf shoes we spoke about last <laughs> week. <See? laughs> I know. You probably want the Air Jordan, the old, the old classics too. Then that's it. If you're going to go and yeah. shoot a few hoops, but, Jules. Hey, but Jordan, just maybe a text back. For Tom, Tom yeah, Bain. you got to get that. Just back a thanks for that. Yeah. Well played to you too, mate. Team yeah. Under Armour. <laughs> yes, thanks, buddy. You, did, you didn't do so well last week no. either. <laughs> nice effort. I thought you were gone. You're a star. Hey, um, Vic Open last week. Yeah, that Big was huge. Success. Oh, huge success. And not I just, love the guys and girls playing together. I think it's brilliant. It I'd has love a, to see more of it. It has a feel all its own now. Yeah. It has a reputation, the Victorian Open. Next year, it's gone up in prize money, not by a little bit, by a lot. Mm-hmm. 500000 each for the boys and the girls this year. Six hundred. 50,000 each for the boys and the girls next year. Uh, I went down on Friday to have a look. Yep. Um, uh, you're, just you're a, a bit, part of you a little bit uh, pissed off. Well, I, looked at the, I looked at the leaderboard <laughs> that stage and I thought I'd be, you know, at least 12 under. Right. So I'd be on the, I would have been on the board if all things went well. What was the winning score in the end? <sighs> I don't know, 15 or something. It's yeah. pretty tough last day. Very yep. tough. You know, the weather again, tough. Uh, double cut this year. Mm. So everyone played who made the cut on the Saturday and then they cut it again on the Sunday. Not sure why they're doing that. I don't like that. I think if the organisers just need to get up early you know, and let everybody play. <laughs> because, you know, you, you can be... That takes away the 64 that I shot on Sunday yeah. and moved up 40 spots. It takes that out of the tournament. Absolutely. I don't like that. No. Boys, I know you want your brekkie. <laughs> But get up early, set, the alarm, set the alarm, and if the girls have to hit off for the boys in that first group, if they have to hit off at 6.15, so be it. Yep. The double cut I don't like. No. It's the only thing about the tournament I don't like. And Perth as well? Oh, now, I've been watching. Mm. I've been watching this closely. I'm excited. This is better than a Stableford event. This is better than 2020, all these concepts for golf to make it exciting. This is real golf. Played for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing is it caters for a field of 144 at the start of the week. It can cater for a field of 156. So all these people, they come up with the, I'm going to do golf this way. Yep. Caters for 10 people. You can't do that mm. on tour if you want to make it a big thing. Uh, Stableford does, but you know it's garbage now. What they're doing here in Perth, if you haven't caught up with it, uh, it's a 144-man tournament on the European Tour played at Lake Carinup. Stroke play for the first three rounds, as per normal. Two-round cut. Then there's a third-round cut. Top 24 make it. Once you get to Sunday, uh, the people who finish the one to one to eight, they get a little holiday through the first round of six-hole match play. So we've seen six-hole match play before. That works. But never at a golf course where the six holes are directly around the clubhouse. <laughs> so if you get through the gates on the Sunday, no walking. That's you right. basically hang out. At yep. the clubhouse, just walk around and around mm-hmm. and watch a lot of the golf that's being played. Um, they've got a little playoff holes, 90 metres, a little 90-metre playoff hole, so it's 100 yards, 
It's a golf ter- terminology. 90 meter, 90 meter playoff hole. Um, if that hole is still halved after one go, then it's the nearest the pin to decide who gets through. So the eight guys have a rest. 16 play. The eight guys who rested played the eight winners, and you just keep on going. I think that ends up being five rounds uh, of six-hole match play. I love it. That's great. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I think I think you get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. A lot of action, and then you really focus in on that last championship six holes, which is what you want to do anyway. So I'm watching closely. I know the world's watching really closely. Uh, so it's called the World Super Six Perth. Don't be surprised if you see a World Super Six Los Angeles, a World Super Six well, New I York. I see the European Tour have announced golf sixes. Golf week. sixes? Yeah. We'll talk about that after the break. Yeah. Well, well, this this must be it. This, yeah. this is a European Tour event. So this this is just, you know, it, it's sensational mm. what, what they're trying. Um, to me, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to look great on TV as well, so I can't wait to see it. All right. We're going to get to a break. This is the clubhouse. That was the Honda Power Player of the Week. What well on to Jordan Spieth. Just text Tom Brady back. Has he? <laughs> No, not yet. <laughs> Just sitting back a little thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up emoji, Ross Lyon style. <laughs> Honda's four-stroke Lord and Garden range on sale from $329. Plenty more Clubhouse after this. In your life have you seen anything like that? You're listening to The Clubhouse. And welcome back to The Clubhouse. Mark Allen and Julian Bayard here as we go inside The Clubhouse all for Club Mandalay Good. Golf Course. Uh, clubmandalay.com.au. Book online. Use the code Jules, CMGOLF. Save you, 10%. You were right. I was wrong. Tell us about the sixes, please, at the European Tour. Well, the European announced. Tour this week have announced uh, a new concept called Golf Sixes. And they, in a press release, have announced it as a revolutionary and novel short form of the game, which further illustrates the Tour's desire to embrace innovation and originality in professional golf. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? Feature a prize fund of 1 million euros. Make its debut in St. Albans Centurion Club, just northwest of London, on May 6 this year. So what's the format? How does it work? The event will feature two-man teams from 16 different countries, each mm. nation being represented by its leading ranked and available European tour member. Rah, 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 rah. Right. Formats. Greensims. Both players in each team hit tee shots on the first hole. Yeah. The best tee shot is selected, and then the team alternate play of all subsequent shots required to complete the hole. Right. Greensims. Yep. Right. So someone called Green has come up with the concept. That's right. We call them Jensen's over here. <laughs> Gr- in the group stages, Marco. Right. Matches will be played over six holes with one point awarded for each hole one. The winner of each match will be the player with the most points at the end of six holes. Mm-hmm. For the group table, a win equals three points, a draw equals one point, and a loss equals zero points. Right. In the case of a tie or in ties of all matches we played, each team's total points differential from the three patches we beat. So they're like a ladder format. Right. Right. Yeah. Knockout stages. Matches will be played over as many holes as is required to determine a winner. Any match that's still tied after six holes will be continued by repeat, repeated play of a shortened playoff hole on hole 18 until mm. it's determined. So a bit so the same as Perth. A little bit the same as Perth, but they're, it's, they're trying to introduce a 2020 style of golf, basically. Yeah. They've well, seen the success of short form sport, Yeah. and they're bringing it in, and I'll, I like it. I'll put up my hand and say that won't work. Team sport, mate. No. In golf, you got Ryder Cup. You've got President's Cup, you've got the World, World Cup. Cup of Golf. And you've probably got some of those tournaments, um, you know, just as for the Solheim. They've got enough team sport in golf now. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think that'll work. If they want shortened golf, it's pretty simple. Mm. Just put it on the back nine, the last nine holes. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. You know? Yep. Augusta did it for years and years and years. They only broadcast the last three hours on the Thursday, three hours on Friday. They went to three and a half hours on Saturday, and only just recently they've gone to the full 18 on the Sunday. Yeah. Pretty simple. Match play is a great form yeah, of you golf. Don't, you don't want to not be able to watch it. 
Yeah, I understand in this that. day and age. Yeah, I understand that. I think if they want to make it shorter on TV, put the last bit on TV, but give you a chance, give yourself yeah. a chance to watch it online throughout the day. Here's the thing with all the short stuff. Cricket used to last for five days. Mm. We had to shorten that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, but golf goes for four. And then, and then even the one-day cricket, the 50-over game, really started at 11 and finished at 10 o'clock. Yeah. That's still a long day. 2020 cricket lasts for three and a half hours. Yeah. It's, it's still kind of long. <laughs> but they've gone from five days to three and a half. That's why it's a win. Yeah. Golf, still just three and a half. Yeah. And then you can come into the last nine. What's happened? All right. Norman's made... Shot 31 on the front nine. Beautiful. Let's see what happens with him and Feldo. I don't think he needed golf. I don't think he needed many sports. Cricket desperately needed it. Yeah. I don't think we all cash in on the same thing. So you don't think that golf now, 18 holes over four days, mm. is too long in this current age? Uh, not if you're playing it. And if you're yeah, but wa- if you're watching it and they're trying to get new markets and new audience. and Yeah, I understand. Whatnot. But it's on all day. It's one of those sports you have on the background if you're yeah. interested. You know, it, it, it but is that good enough now for broadcasters to not have engagement with their I've audience? Said, oh, I understand that point of view as well. I've said for a long time, our broadcasters in this country are off their sconce broadcasting our product for five hours. I mean, come on. It's not like it's the US tour or the European tour. The European tour don't even do it. What they should be doing is teaching people how to play golf. It's really important, mm. especially when they're jockeying position, which is what a golf tournament is Rounds one, two, three, yep. and pretty much the front nine of round four. So for three and a half days of a golf tournament, they're jockeying for position. Our broadcasters are showing it on Thursday like something's about to happen. Nothing's about to happen. It's Thursday. Yeah. But what they could do is they could see um, Jason Day hitting from a plugged lie. All right, let's go down to, for argument's sake, Craig Spence, the 99 Australian Masters champion. He's on the practice screen. On the practice fairway. Craig, we just saw Jason Day playing out of a plugged lie. How do you do it? Mm -hmm. And Craig Spence gives you a lesson. Mm. Now, most of our tournaments don't have Jason Day playing. In fact, most of our tournaments have three groups worth watching. Their people actually know who each player is. So there is an amazing opportunity, not only here, everywhere, to change the way we broadcast golf is helping people. You and I both know in this golf business that we are half in, that people's ears prick up when you can help them with their game. 100%. Whether you're talking about the golf ball, whether you're talking about a golf swing, a new product, ears prick up. Mm-hmm. If you've got champions of the past explaining how to play shots, people will tune in for that. Yeah, The back nine on Sunday... That's when the action happens in a tournament. That's when choking happens. That's when birdie blitzes start. That's when winners appear. That's when it's at its best. That's, That's when, when it's, it's at engaging. its best. I, I couldn't agree more so with you, So there's Marco, that two-hour window. There's yep. the two-hour window that is 2020 golf. Yep. For the, but for the rest of it, the th- other three and a half days, teach us how to play. Yeah. So I'm, I like this. So Thursday, Friday, Jocking. most of Saturday. Jockeying. Let's rejig the broadcasting of golf. Now, no one chokes on Thursday. No. Maybe every once in a while I did. No one chokes so on Thursday Adam's, or Friday or Saturday. If Adam Scott's playing down in, yeah. at Kingston Heath, for example, yeah. he hits off the first, smacks it out to the right, yeah. whatever. Right? First tee, second tee does the same thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're going to the driving range. Yes. You've got Brett Ogle, Craig Spence, Ogle, whoever's yep. there going, let's take a look at Adam Scott's swing. Let's Absolutely. slow it down, get the super slow-mo out, and they say – draw on the screen, and they go, this is what he's doing wrong. Yep. Now, out there, local old mate, if yep. you're on the Saturday 
That's on it. the first, and you're hitting it out to the right. This is why you're doing it. That's it. You'd end up getting people thrown. You'd be out there. They'd be going, Jules, what's his lie like on the fifth? Uh, yeah. You go in there go, well, he's in a divot, and yep. he's in really long grass in a divot. So let's see what he does. And the bunker's cut to the right. He's got no chance here. Mm. And he gets in there, hits an amazing shot. Now, the boys on the practice fair, they'll know what happened. Yeah. They'll go, uh, okay, you'll say, Jules, Jules, you'll throw to them. You'll say, Brett, Brett Ogle. Yep. Brett, how did he play that shot? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now, now I'm in, like I know how to play the shot, but now I want to know how Brett Hogle plays the shot. Yeah, and you learn things, you teach people to play. Ooh. Now I've only been saying that for 15 years, yeah. just 15 years. Just 15. Look, you're excited about. I it. think it's great. It's the way to do it. You can't shorten golf. Yeah, cricket needed to be shortened. Yeah, it's very, very different. Very two very different traditional sports. Yeah. Now anyway. So the sport itself is fine. It's just the way we broadcast it. Correct. And but look, if you go to the golf these days, you go in a package. You know, if you're a real hardcore golfer, you'll follow the golf all day. Yeah. You, you know, you'll get like any sport. Yeah. Hardcore people will go to the five days of the test. Mm. They they just, they just will. They just love it. But for the people on the periphery, mm-hmm. make it interesting for them. Yeah. And if you've got golf on the telly for four days, and they are an occasional golfer, help them with their golf. I've got another suggestion for the broadcasters. Mate. Yes, please. On a Friday, Saturday, whatever, when you've got five hours of golf, mm. there's, what, 40 groups on the course at any mm. like, like, Say, I yep. don't know, 20 groups out there. Yep. At any one stage, there's going to be someone hitting a shot. Yes. Or lining up a shot. Yes. I don't want to see the leaderboard on the screen for 60 <laughs> seconds at a time, 90 seconds at a time when they just roll through the leaderboard yeah. and they just and they just, literally, the commentators are reading out the scores yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Why can't you, like, I'm with you. Why can't roll you Roll the, the screen down the bottom. Roll the screen. Put a little box in there. Yep. A little box inside the box in the corner. Here's the leaderboard at the moment. Yeah. So you can still watch the action. And watch, there's cameramen on every hole. Yeah. People are playing shots. I don't know why we can't just continuously watch people play. I'll tell you why. I'll slap a few people here. You've got me going, right? You've got me going. The people behind the cameras are stale. They are still living in a world where they think everyone used to rave about the Australian broadcasting of golf back in the day. They used to rave about it. Australia's got the best broadcast. It's only because they could see the ball. You know, over in England, there's clouds everywhere. Yeah. We've got the best broadcast. The pitches were beautiful. The you know, the uh, Jack Newton and all that kind of stuff was fresh. Yeah, and we used to have great players coming down and playing our tournaments. Mm. None of those things happen anymore. US has caught up. High definition has yep. caught up. Super slow mo. Super slow mo. We've lost all these Ball good tracker. players coming down to our tournaments. We've yep. lost them all, but they still have this mindset that we are the world leader in broadcasting golf. They're off their heads. They need to change. And I think the people who broadcast golf, they need to look at the people behind the camera and say, these blokes don't know what they're doing. This is stale. We can only afford to have this many cameras out in the golf course, so that means we can only afford to have three groups. How boring is that going to be for Thursday, Friday and Saturday? It might start lighting up on Sunday afternoon. What are we going to do in the between? Hmm. Nothing has changed for 30 years. Nothing's changed with the broadcast in 30 years, yet everything has changed <laughs> outside of what we're doing. Yeah. So, anyway, you got me going. Yep. I love when you get fired up about I'm happy to, of golf. Well, I'm happy to spray people who yep. don't know what they're doing. I've been there for a long time. Was, you know who I'm talking about too, folks. I know. That was inside the clubhouse. Marco's gone bang.
or for Club Mandalay. Book your next round of golf at Club Mandalay online at clubmandalay.com.au. Save 10% when using the code CMGOLF. Your mm. masterclass is up next. Marco's Masterclass. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's time to get a free golf lesson from Mark Allen. Listen in right now. Right, I had a look at Jordan Spieth shoot 19 under par last week. He didn't putt so well. Mm-hmm. Hit the ball beautifully. Tee to green, number one, pretty much for the week. So I thought, not everyone puts on the most perfect greens out there. No. So bumpy greens, spike mark greens, soft greens, where heel marks and there are people leaning on their putter marks all over the place. Yep. How to put on bumpy greens, it's all about speed. Don't even think about the line. If you start if you start worrying about the line and you know the greens are bumpy, mm-hmm. you are cooked. So your goal when you putt on bumpy greens is to hit the first putt very close. It doesn't matter, you know, everyone wants to hit the putt up, doesn't matter. If you're always trying to hit the ball past the hole, because you've heard the saying never up, never in, on bumpy greens, you'll get burnt somewhere along the line. They will drop. If you keep on hitting good putts with the right pace, they will drop. But if you try and bash them in on, on bumpy greens, you'll get cooked eventually. Every once in a while, they'll all go in. But more often than not, you'll get cooked. So if you're putting on bumpy greens, the name of the game is hit the ball with the right pace. Don't think of line, just pace. And if you've got a big curling putt, try and miss the ball on the high side. That's right. That's it. The professional side. The professional side. Think about your miss. Because if you miss the ball on the low side and it's a really hilly green, it'll run away a long way. If you yep. miss the ball on the high side, it very rarely runs away. Mm. It stays on top. Yep. Done. Bang. Done. Well done, Jordan Spieth. He didn't have too many long second putts last he week. Didn't. Did you notice? <laughs> I know you noticed. Because you notice those things now you hey. do a golf show. That's all right. You tune in good and man. sit there with your housemate and go, hey, we'll talk about good that. Good man. That's good. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, thanks for that. I've got no more TP5s left either, so you can stick it. I didn't lose any, so oh, I've good. still got oh, I'll use them for a while. <laughs> good on you, buddy. Hey, I'll see you next week. See ya.